We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you and welcome to the program. I'm your co-host, Raven Tabani. I'm your co-host, and I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we are talking about the new films Bears, Ant Boy, and Scooby-Doo WrestleMania. So to start off the show, we are going to be talking with Jerry and Simone about the 2014 film Bears. So Jerry, why don't you start us off by telling us about the film? Well, basically what the film is about is about a young bear who just became a mommy during winter and she just comes out of her smelly den in Alaska, where she has to start an adventure to get foods for her baby and herself to survive the next winter. And it's really hard because, well, the cubs can die extremely easily on the first year. Everything is pretty much after them. And she has to go on this huge adventure to survive. So what did you think of this film, Jerry? Oh, I absolutely love it. I thought the cubs were the most adorable things in the world. Mm-hmm. And Simone, what about you? Man, everything was just so beautiful. All the shots and the beautiful like pictures that they were taking following the bears, they were amazing. So this uh, documentary was narrated by John C. Riley, who I absolutely love. He's been in some incredible films, and he was also the voice of Wreck-It Ralph, which was a fantastic film. So Simone, what did you think about his voice as the narration of this film, and how do you think he did? Well, I knew I recognized that voice, and I think he did an amazing job. He um he would um narrate what um was it the two cubs name is Scout and Amber what they would say if they could talk and I thought that was really cool. Mhm. And what did you think about the style? Because I know with a lot of animal films, um, and Morgan Freeman is one of the most well known narrators for natural films and um things like along that line. So what did you think along the style? Do you think that it kept a little bit comedic? Was it a little bit heavy? What did you think? He really made the movie funny, I think, and um, sometimes that can be really hard for a narrator, but he did, you know, crack jokes and stuff during the um, narration and during the movie, so that was really good. I think that's important, especially even though this film is a documentary and it's a nature documentary, it is a Disney film, and um, I know my little brother who's nine, he cannot wait to see this film, so I think it's definitely important to keep it lighthearted, and a lot of times nature can get kind of heavy because stuff out there in the wild can get kind of intense, so I think it's nice to have a character like John C. Riley narrating because he's quite a funny guy, if I do say so myself. So Jerry, what did you think about the cinematography of this film? 
I am absolutely in love. They were literally inches away from thousand pound bears, which I thought was wow. And at the very end credits, they show kind of like cutscenes, like deleted scenes of the bears kind of acting funny. <laughs> and one of them was the bear literally snuggling his nose onto the camera lens. Really? Yeah, so it was cute. adorable. I think bear cubs are so precious, but I get like a little bit scared when I'm like out in the wild because I'm like, oh, it would be so cool to see a bear cub. But mama bears are so protective. It's like definitely, definitely intimidating for sure. So Simone, what did you think about the style of the documentary? I know we talked a little bit about the cinematography and Jerry is absolutely in love with it, but what do you think about the way it was shot? Do you think that it was done in a way that was, you know, typical to most nature documentaries or was there anything unique about the style? See, um, things, I'm with Jerry, it was absolutely beautiful. I mean, all the shots that they took and the thing that would have made it different is that they were literally inches away from the animals. And I think that was really cool. They show, I saw the credits too, Jerry, and I saw one of the, um, they have a character as a wolf and the wolf would actually roam around with the people. Of course, they had to like move away so it wouldn't like hurt them, but it was actually amazing. And, you know, most documentaries, they would just set up cameras far away and just let everything play out, but they actually followed the animals. And I thought that was different and it made a huge difference in the movie. Absolutely. So when you're capturing such beautiful, dangerous creatures as this, you definitely have to take some precautions um, and you definitely have to capture, you know, how amazing they are. So something that I noticed about the way uh, creatures in nature are captured is a lot of times through music. So what did you think of the soundtrack, Jerry? Oh, there were two main songs in the soundtrack and my favorite was carry on which was the end credits but um the songs were very very good and both were very hard and very comforting and i just love them they were in the perfect places and they were just the perfect songs for the movie all together absolutely and simone what do you think about the uh, soundtrack well, that's a funny story because I remember myself sitting in the theater watching and it was just when they were starting to trek off down the mountain where their den was. And I was thinking, wouldn't it be nice if they um, played that um, home song from Philip Phillips that he um, sings and the music starts playing I'm like, wow, that's really cool. I started nodding. I was like, yes. Um, so that was I think that was my favorite song because it just kind of totally spoke of what they were doing and how dangerous it was. And it was totally about family. And I thought that was really cool. That's fantastic. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. I'm your co-host, Keepa Blakesley. And, and I'm your today... co-host, Brianna Hope Eton. And today we are talking about the films Bears, Antboy, and Scooby-Doo WrestleMania. So right now we are talking with Jerry and Simone about the film Bears, which is a documentary by Disney Nature. And we were just talking about the incredible cinematography, the incredible music, and the soundtrack was done by George Fenton. Um, and it sounds like he did a phenomenal job. So thank you guys for telling me about the film so far. So since this is a nature documentary and it talks about the struggles and the triumphs of a bear family in Alaska, what do you think the message that this film puts across is? Simone, we'll go to you first. Well, I think the message is that nothing is stronger than family because throughout the movie you can totally see that Sky would do anything for her cubs and they always, whatever, no matter what happened, they would always get back together and keep going. And I thought that was really powerful and that totally spoke about the movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jerry, do you think that there were any environmental messages in the film? 
You know, I can see one main environmental message, let me pronounce it right. Um, I can see one, which is that no matter how you affect nature, that nature always wins. Because you can see that they, the na because they really adapted to the humans recording them, and they were really okay with it. So, I think that it shows that this is what's going on in nature. Do you really want to stop it? And it also shows that that animals can adapt, too. Mm -hmm. Well, and I know Alaska is a pretty pristine place, and it's pretty prime location for bears. But especially, in, I live in Boulder, which is right on the foot hills of the Rocky Mountains and we will have bears that come into the city all the time so I think when you get into more urban places that are still mixed right in with nature you definitely have to take into consideration like who was here first and how you're affecting the environment because there are creatures that can't speak out like us for sure so I think it's definitely important to pay attention to the environment and these beautiful creatures that you may be affecting. Uh, so talk to me a little bit about the bear cubs. What was it like watching them grow up? Jerry, what do you think? You know, it's like that they're part of your family cause, because the, because they just did such a good job scripting it, basically showing you that they have emotions too. While Amber, the female cub, wants to stick up to mommy, Scout, which actually kind of his name fits him well, wants to adventure ahead of his family and adventure everywhere and see everything and kind of get clam stuck on his claws. Mm -hmm. And Simone, do you have a favorite bear cub that you would say is, is one that you necessarily thought did something super cute or maybe if you were a bear cub, you would relate to their characteristics? Well, that's really hard to say because both bear cubs really played a big part in the movie. But I think personally, I'm more like Scout because I just like to find new things and learn new things every day. And he really did that, even though sometimes it wasn't the best or sometimes things didn't really work out right. Mm -hmm. I think it's so cute to watch animal cubs and, you know, because even though they are animals and they're wild and they're covered in fur and they're bears, like they still have so many human characteristics. And I think it's so cute to be able to watch them and be like, oh my goodness, like that is so funny that they would do something like that because that's something that I would do. Uh, so this film is directed by Alistair Fothergrill and Keith Scholey. And it sounds like they did a pretty fantastic job. So how many stars would you give this film on a scale of one to five, Jerry? Well, if it was a scale of one to five, I'll give five out of five stars because this film just, wow, when they had scenes at the very, very beginning that it would be impossible, it looked impossible to actually film. Mm -hmm. And Simone, how many stars did you give this film? Well, I gave this movie four or five stars, and that's basically because some parts, like in the middle, were mainly for nature people, and I know um, some people in the crowd were actually talking about at the end that it wasn't really that entertaining for people who weren't really into nature that much so it would be people would kind of drift off but overall it was a really really good movie mm -hmm. well thank you guys so much for telling us all about this film bears is in theaters on april 18th and it is rated g so definitely be sure to check it out if you are interested in learning about these beautiful creatures jerry thank you so much for being with us thank you so much for letting me talk to you it was a lot of fun yes and simone thank you as well thank you it's a pleasure as always Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. I'm your co-host, Kiva Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network.
Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hello and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopita. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And today we have been reviewing the Disney film Bears. And also we have some more fun in, in store for you. We have Ant-Boy, Scooby-Doo, WrestleMania Mystery. And right now I'm talking with Anthony on the upcoming Danish, um, based off a Danish com, uh, comic book, Ant-Boy. How are you doing, Anthony? I'm doing good. Thank you. How are you? Fantastic. It's been a great day. So, Anthony, I've seen this tra- the movie with a trailer. I It looks absolutely amazing. Can you tell us a little bit about this film's story? Well, um, this movie is all about a boy named Pele, who, um, who was bitten by an ant that was kind of rare and gave and was like tested for a lab experiment, which gave him superpowers. Eventually, he finally realized that he had it, but that the superpowers only worked when he ate a lot of sugar. He found out. Um, Later, he ran into a boy 
who eventually become his friend named Wilhelm, who helps him figure out all of his superpowers. He um he can climb walls. He can pee acid, which is nasty. Um, and he can do a lot of other things. So yeah. <laughs> wow, ant powers can be very interesting. <clears throat> Especially, um, this film is based off a comic book in Denmark. So, with this film, is it kind of like a foreign film, or is it more American? Well, hmm. Well, I'd say probably it's more of a, like, it started as a foreign and then came to, like, American. Because it wasn't really in English, so they had to, like, change all the... Like, the actors weren't actually speaking with the words. They had to say the words again and put it into the movie. So they dubbed it. Dubbed over it. Yeah. Ah, so kind of like um, The Wind Rises, where they took American voice actors and put it over the voices. Hmm. Oh. Well, that's cool. I mean, especially, I I like well, I like the story here. It's a kind of a coming-of-age superhero film. Now, what did you think about the actors in this film, like the kids? Um, I'd say that the kids were well acted on how it would really be. Like, um, there's, Pelly is pretty much a boy who likes to do things and likes to be popular. Because he's not really popular. Um, the only time he becomes is when he's Ant Boy. Mm. So, he's pretty much only doing the Ant Boy thing to be popular. Mm. Why, um... Wilhelm, his friend, is, well, kind of scared to fight against people, but if he has to, he will. Wow. I do like how he did that, especially since the character is a 12-year-old boy and he gets superpowers. He's not automatically going to just go fight crime just for the good. He just wants to do it to be popular. So I I like how they did that with the character. And especially with a... It's pretty much just superhero film is there much action or is it more just story and dialogue based um i'd say it's mostly just like story and dialogue because there's not really much action i mean there's a there's a little bit in it when he's trying to fight them and like really the only things that really happen is like people flying back through the air you don't actually see anything really Mm. well with the action that is in there, like, did you think you do a fantastic job with the stunts and everything? Yeah, I think the I think the stunts were pretty cool. Um, I mean, I think it'd be pretty hard to make someone fly back about like um, a few a few yards back. Mm. So. And I like this kind of I like the kind of film it is, and I do love superhero films. I'm a nut for this kind of stuff, and it's it's very different from other films. It look it looks like, it, especially since it's it is kind of like dubbed over with English actor with um with people that speaking English. Sorry, American actors. Let me rephrase that. There we go. Well, you're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host Keeper Blakesley, and I'm your co-host Brianna Hope Beaton. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we were talking we were talking about the films Bears and also Scooby-Doo WrestleMania Mystery. And right now I'm talking with Anthony on Ant Boy. 
And he was telling me about, the, there's not much action in this film. It's mostly kind of like dialogue and all that. And But with the action that is in there, I think they do a pretty good job with it. Now, in this film, especially with the characters we have, do you find it kind of kind of cheesy or corny, especially since it is a comic book film? Um, I mean, I'd say it's a little bit, only because I don't think that I'd see... Because there's a supervillain in this called The Flea, and I think that's kind of cheesy, because mm. it says Ant Boy and then The Flea, so... Mm. And can you elaborate more on that? So, like, but does that still keep the film going? Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much the flea is the bad guy who wants to try and, like, destroy things and rule. Like, mm. they, pretty much, he's already tried to destroy a school and is pretty much just trying to take over. But mm. Ant Boy is supposed to try and, like, fight against him. I think that's kind of cheesy because it's almost exactly like a comic. Except I don't think that in a comic you'd see, like, things called Ant Boy or the Flea. Well, well we do have Ant-Man, which is a film coming up soon. I'm excited for that one. But anyway, mm-hmm. I digress. <laughs> but still, it's... Well, you see that in kind of film like this. It's... it's Again, comic book based, and there may be some cheesy things in there, but that's what the fans of the book may be looking for, and you never know. The audience for this film may be different. Now, we have really cool characters, like you said, the villains. Like, what do you think? Do you think they were three-dimensional, or do you think they're just kind of just comic book? Um, I'd say that it actually was three-dimensional. Like, you, there was actual people there. It wasn't comic book. So they actually used, like, real people to do all the action stuff. Um, and, like, not just some picture on the screen. Sorry, let me rephrase that. My I mean by three-dimensional is, like, are the characters seem believable, not by powers, but, like, do you feel like you can relate to the characters, and especially since they're, it's live action? Um, I'd say that I could, I mean, they are, they do have superpowers, and I don't think I could relate to that. <laughs> but, I mean, they're, uh, Pele is just a regular kid. Um, he goes to school, he has a normal life until he gets bit by the ant. So, I guess I could relate to that. And what would you say your favorite characters are in this film? Um, I'd say that my favorite character would be Wilhelm, because he's a really nice guy. And when um, when Pele says that he won't yep. fight the flea because people are starting to go against him, um, Wilhelm decides he'll try and save the school by trying to fight the flea. So I'd say he's really nice and generous. And he also loves comics, and, I mean, I wouldn't say I love comics, but I like to read them every once in a while. Wow. And with every superhero, by the end of the film, they must learn something, a message. What would you think the moral of the story is? Hmm. Well, I'd say, mostly, that the moral of the story would be, hmm, don't only fight for uh, popularity or things like that, mm-hmm. but fight because you care about the people around you. 
That's a great moral. Especially, uh, we were doing a report in school about what really makes a hero. And they were comparing two heroes, which would be unnamed, but one did it for the fame and one did it for just because it was his instinct, it was his duty to do it. So, and that's what made him a real hero because he was modest and he just wanted to do it because he felt it was the right thing. And this film is um, a fantastic film. Thank you so much, Anthony, for talking to me about this film. You're welcome. And how many stars would you give this? Um, I'd probably say that I'd give it five out of five because this movie was an amazing movie. Um, I mean, it didn't have much action, but I still think it had a good moral and um, a good amount of action and, like, story to it. Hmm. Well, good. Well, this film is coming out April 16th, so be sure to check it out. Thank you again, Anthony, for talking to me. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Q. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Remember Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hello and welcome back to Kids. 
Blake's Booth's coming attractions. I'm your co-host, Keepa Blakesley. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we were talking about the films Bears and Boy. And right now I'm talking with a new Kids Booth's film critic, Samantha, from New York, New York, for the movie Scooby-Doo WrestleMania Mystery. How are you doing, Samantha? I'm doing good. How are you? Fantastic. And by the way, before we get started on this, how are you enjoying being a kid's first film critic so far? Um, I really like it. I feel like now, since I really have something to write about now, I'm, I don't really, like, I don't really argue on fighting or complain about writing. Now I really like to write. So That's I great. Like it's with that. Cool. Well, I'm same here. Kids First made me really adore writing, and it made life so much easier. So let's talk about the film, Scooby-Doo, WrestleMania Mystery. Now, could you tell us a little bit about the story of this film? Well, in this movie, first of all, this movie was really funny, and I really liked it because it was a mystery. And in this movie, Scooby and the gang are back, and this time they're in WWE City. Mm-hmm. And... um. WWE superstars are helping them solve a mystery of the spooky ghost bear that has been running around WWE scaring people. Wow. Sounds like another old zoinks Scooby mystery again. Now, were you a fan of, like, Scooby-Doo when you were were, um, younger and you watched the show at all? Yeah, I went went through a whole phase of Scooby-Doo when all I watched was Scooby-Doo. So you seem to be the expert on this kind of film. Yep. Now, since you are a fan, do you think this film provides everything that maybe a Scooby-Doo lover like yourself may enjoy? Um. Yes, and I also liked it because it had it also it included something different, the WWE. Hmm. Yes, of course, and I they were known for Scooby-Doo back in the old days. Uh, they had um, a lot of guest stars like the Harlem Globetrotters, uh, even the Adams Family. So great to have them have WWE. Now yeah. in this in this film, we have some pretty fantastic animation. What did you think of it? Um, I thought it was really really cool, and I felt like I felt like I was watching just another Scooby Doo episode, but this time it was really interesting and yeah. And can you elaborate on why was it interesting? Um, it was interesting because, like, the animation they did, they had cool effects, and it they had cool effects, and the storyline was really, the storyline was interesting. Hmm. Very good. And since it is a mystery, would you feel like the storyline did incorporate both comedy and mystery? Yes, it did. How so? Um. Well, while solving the mystery, when they were going along solving the mystery through the movie, when they were going along solving the mystery of the movie, they also included a little puns, and the the mystery in Scooby was really funny and shaggy. Those are my two favorite characters. Now... Since this film does is pretty much it's Scooby Doo, do you feel like that they incorporated both mystery and comedy together? 
Um, yes, they did. And along the way, when they were solving the mystery, there was like puns here and there. And um, and Scooby and Shaggy were very, very funny as always. And while well, this comedy, do you think the comedy really adapted from like maybe the original Scooby Doo? Um, can you repeat that again? I didn't hear you. Do you feel like the comedy adapted or moved on from its original material? Um, not really. I feel like the characters were still the same. Um, but I feel like the storyline was something different. That's usually what Scooby-Doo is. And I, I'm glad they keep the same old Scooby-Doo. I mean, it's Scooby-Doo. It's our pretty much Scooby-Doo is one of our biggest childhoods to us. We've, we had to see the show once in our life. So I'm glad it don't change too much. Well, you're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And today, we were talking about the films Bears and Boy. And right now, I'm talking with Samantha on Scooby-Doo WrestleMania Mystery. Now, we were just talking about how the comedy in this film didn't really adapt, but they kept it the same to, like, the same original Scooby-Doo. And I find that fantastic, and I'm glad they respect the actual material and characters of our childhood heroes, such as Scooby-Doo and Shaggy. Now, in this film, we do have some really good... Sorry, I'm trying to find the words for this. Ah, celebrity voice actors. How do you think they do in this? I think they did good. I think they really mixed well with the characters, and, um... I felt like they really, I felt like they were almost the characters. How so? Like, it was almost as if John Cena really played John Cena. Mm. Well, I did get to talk to John Cena before Kids Choice Awards, and I, he seems like a nice guy, and in, in this film, it may be no exception. And... In this film, what do you think of, like, the actual voice actors who play, like, Scooby or Shaggy or Fred? Um, I think that, I think that they were okay. Uh, Like, care to elaborate, like, how were they just okay? Like, did they do a good fun scene, or did they show something that was new to the character? Anything new? I mean, Scooby and Shaggy were still the same old great Scooby and Shaggy. Um, but I think one thing they that they did new was how since there was since it was like a different storyline, Scooby and Shaggy kind of you saw a different side to them. Like I never knew that they loved um, WWE and wrestling and. Well, it wouldn't be something that you would think. I mean, Jack and Scooby like wrestling. Who knew? And this is, uh, let's get off top. I'm, I have to talk about you for a moment. This is your first radio show. And let's get to know you a little bit. Like, um, can you my, can you tell the, our audience out there who you are and where you're from and age and why you want to be a kid's first film critic? Um... Hi, my name's Manta. I'm 11. I live in New York City. Um, I'm in Manhattan. And why I wanted to be a, a 
came first film critic was because I wanted to try try new things and I wanted to see what it's like. And I also watch the news a lot and I'm really in, engaged with what they do. And I don't know, it's just always been a dream of mine to be like a journalist or a news reporter. See, most of the kids on here want to do this kind of stuff. And a film critic and this organization is supposed to both show, teach you. We're here to mentor you. We're here to help you out um, how to do writing, how to make videos, how to be on a radio show. And speaking of this, how are you enjoying your first time on the radio show? Um, I'm it. Can you repeat that, please? I said I'm enjoying it. I... It's it's something totally different than than something I've ever experienced before. It's definitely different. I be, believe me. The first time I was ready to show, I was like, "Wow, this is a very strange family we have here. I love it." And by the time you get you you're with us more, you start to open up and you start to endure the madness, like if you guess. And and it's so great to have you in like join our family of kids first. Thank you. Happy to welcome you. Now, back to Scooby-Doo. How many star? How, what's the age range, and how many stars would you give it? Um. Well, I would give it. I would give it four out of three stars, and I think that this movie is targeted towards six, um, six to eight-year-old boys. Hmm. Because it was a good movie, but I think, I don't think any kids over eight would enjoy it, and it's not a movie for girls. Mm. Well, you seem to enjoy it, and I don't. And would you care to repeat that? Uh, four to three stars. Four to three stars. Yeah, four to three stars. Four to three stars. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Samantha, for talking me talking to me on this film. Um, you're welcome. And I hope you enjoyed your first radio show. This this film is on DVD, Blu-ray right now, so be sure to check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesling. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hobiton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. 
Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Brianna. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we have just finished speaking with Samantha from New York about Scooby-Doo, WrestleMania. And we have reviewed the films, Bears and Ant Boy. So right now, we are speaking with another one of our new critics, Shelby from Tampa, Florida. Woo woo, Florida. <laughs> about getting her point, uh, point of view of Scooby-Doo, WrestleMania. So thank you for joining us today. Shelby, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fantabulous. Thank you for asking. So since you are new to the Kids First family, and this is your first time um, on the radio show, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm Shelby. I'm 15, and I live in Tampa, Florida, and I have a crazy obsession with films. Oh my gosh, me too, girl. We are together <laughs> on that. <laughs> so what made you want to be a film critic? Well, you know, my mom, <laughs> she's always told me that, you know, I could be a film critic because whenever we see a movie, I would always tell her the things that I liked and the things I didn't like. And I uh, had a conversation with her about camera angles and oh. who was the greatest actor. So I just Yes, always... you're, just, you're just ready to be a film critic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you like being a film critic? Well, you know, I never really thought that it was a lot of work, but... Until I did it, I just, I fell in love with it. It's a lot of fun reviewing and watching movies and talking about it. I really enjoy it. Yeah, I feel like reviewing is like the main thing and just getting your point across and getting your opinion across. And then I feel like seeing the movie is a plus. So it's like mainly I love the, I love the reviewing and then seeing the movie is just like, yes. (laughs) Yeah. So since we're talking about movies and we are film critics, can you please tell us about the storyline of Scooby-Doo WrestleMania? Sure. Um, Scooby-Doo is basic. Scooby-Doo WrestleMania is basically about um, when Scooby and Shaggy win this trip to WWE uh, City to uh, see WrestleMania. Um, but the gang runs into trouble when Scooby is accused of stealing the WWE championship belt. 
So they have to figure out this mystery and solve it to prove that she, that Scooby is innocent. Mm-hmm. I when I was little, I used to watch Scooby Doo all the time, and I would watch it with my dad and sometimes my mom, and we would sit there, and my dad would hold me if I was scared, and which was a lot because you know <laughs> I was weird when I was a child, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> can you please tell me about the voice actors because I mean this is an animated film. Yes, um, I thought the voice actors were absolutely amazing. Um, I felt like in every scene, they really brought a lot of energy in their vocals. And I just felt like they were really becoming the character and really, you know, experiencing what they were going through in every scene. Yeah, I feel like that's something that every animated film should do. And even if you're doing, like earlier we talked about the Disney bears and that's a narrator, not necessarily a animation, but they still have to get the point across through like off screen type things. So I feel like if you're doing something through someone else and you're not really there to help show it, I feel like it's so much more harder. So I'm glad that you say that they're doing a fantabulous job. How did you like the overall production? Because this is this is a Scooby-Doo, so we have like certain standards for Scooby-Doo. So how did you like the overall production, Shelby? Well, I thought that the plot was very original, and I'm not a big fan of, you know, wrestling, mm-hmm. but I thought it was different to actually see what it was like being in WWE City and really, you know, seeing what it's like to be a wrestler and to, you know, go backstage and see training. And, you know, it it really allowed me to experience live animated action. But I felt like I was actually there watching, you know, the actual <laughs> fight. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm not a big fan of WWE and wrestling and and stuff like that, but my dad was, like, super into it, and so he taught me, not taught me, but he told me a lot of things about it, how how he felt with it, so I kind of get where you're coming from. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope-Beaton. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Keepa Blakesley. And you're listening to Voice America Kids, and today we're reviewing Scooby-Doo WrestleMania. So right now, let's continue speaking with Shelby about Scooby-Doo WrestleMania. And we were just speaking about overall production, how you really like it, and it's also amazing, and that's great. So we were talking about the plotline and how it's very interesting, and I mean, it has WWE and wrestling and Scooby-Doo. And I just wanted to ask, since WWE and wrestling are sort of like, not I'm not saying that it's strictly for adults, but it's more geared toward adults. Like if you show, showed it on TV or something and Scooby-Doo is more of like a child, you know, teenager child thing that, I mean, it's animation and things like that. So how do you think they meshed it together? How do you, do you think that it was too contrast or what, what are your thoughts about that? I thought it was weird at first, but Um, When you see the live action fights, it's not as gruesome as it is on TV. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was appropriate. And you got to see the wrestlers like um, Sin Cara and John Cena. Not as, you know, ooh, I'm going to beat you up. But you get to see, you know, the personality. So Mm -hmm. I thought it was great. I didn't, you know, think that, oh, they're just this tough guy that 
likes to beat up people. I kind of got to see, oh, he's a nice guy, you know, that type thing. Yeah, I, I, when I not saw this film, but saw the trailer of this film and looked up more about it, I first thought it was just going to be just fighting. And I was like, well, I don't know how that's going to work. But now that you say it's more of like a personality on the fighters and not just fighting itself, I'm, I'm glad that that's it because I was planning on seeing this film. So <laughs> I'm glad to know that's that. And who's your favorite character, Shelby? Oh, there's... <laughs> I, would I know, hard decision. Say, yeah, I, I mean, it's between Scooby and Daphne. I'll just go with Daphne. I, I just love Daphne, and um, I just loved her voice. And I thought it was, you know, kind of funny to see that Fred was jealous of her drooling over John Cena and his awesomeness. So I thought that was, you know, that was more like me because I do drool over celebrities like that. So. Oh, love you. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Raven, uh, Josh Hutcherson, me and you. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> so are there any morals or messages in this film? Because, I mean, I know this is a Scooby-Doo and it's WWE and wrestling, but did you find any messages? Surprisingly, yes, I did find a message. And I thought the message was um, that you shouldn't allow your anger to turn into revenge because nothing comes good when you hold a grudge mm -hmm. or you're not over something that happened years ago. Yeah, because some people say, oh, I forgive you or it's fine or I'm over it. But it's like they think that if they say that, they're fine. Like it really is fine. They They have forgiven them. And then but sometimes it's like, I really haven't forgiven you. And they keep it bottled up. And then they're just like, oh, this is a chance for me to bring them down or ruin them or ruin their image. And they do it just out of anger and revenge. So I feel like that is a very good message that I haven't heard in a while. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> How many stars do you give this awesome, amazing film? Um, I would give it four out of five stars. Because... You know, I have to give props to them. This was just, uh, it was really, it was surprising and it was a great plot. Like I did, I was just so shocked at the ending and, you know, I, I thought it was pretty great and it was different. I'm not, you know, really into wrestling, but I did learn some things about wrestling. <laughs> so it's like a, like a little bit of information, informational type, type thing. Yeah. <laughs> So really quick, what is the age range you give this film because of the wrestling and, and the mixture between like the kind of scary with Scooby-Doo? So what's the age range for you? Um, I would say 7 to 15 for boys. I mean, I, I wouldn't really recommend it to girls mm -hmm. because girls, I mean, there might be some girls out there that really love wrestling and it, it and the action parts aren't you know really like that bad. It's more video gamey type. So I don't think that it would cause a problem with younger children mm -hmm. that aren't preteens. So I think that in that range would be the best suited. Okay. Thank you. Thank because I really wanted to know that because I didn't want to go there and be like super horrified. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, sadly, that's all the time we have for today. Shall Thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Scooby-Doo WrestleMania. Thanks, Brianna. Mm -hmm. it, it, I feel like it'll be a pleasure talking to you from now on. So, 
and Blu-ray, so all the Scooby-Doo fans, go check that out. And please look for our reviews on the Huffington Post. We are in the teen section, and our blog is called Kids First, so also check that out. Thanks so much for joining with us today. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions to watch our video reviews of the latest film and DVD releases and to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic. Go to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm your co-host, Brianna hope I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Keeva Blakesley. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations. And because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon Appetit! We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.